0: Uh, chapter three, verse fifteen. So uh, let's go over there to Second uh, Timothy and we'll leave there. uh Chapter one, verse five. And I'm going to begin. I'm going to back up to about verse uh, three. Um, and it says, "I always remember you in my prayer, uh, day and night. And in these prayers, I thank God for you. He is the God of my ancestors." that I have always served him with a clear conscience. I remember that you cried for me, and I want very much to see you so that I can be filled with joy. I remember uh, your true faith, the kind of faith first belonged to your grandmother Lois and to your mother Eunice. I know you, I, I know you, and, and now have the same, and I know you now have the same faith. That is why I want you to remember the gift that God gave you. God Gave you that gift when I laid my hand on you. Now I want you to use that gift and let it grow more and more, like a small flame grows into a fire. The Spirit of God gave us the, the Spirit of God gave us does not make us afraid. His Spirit is a source of power and love and self-control. Now let us turn over to chapter three, verse fifteen where the Bible says, and I'll begin in verse 14. Uh back up to verse 10. It says, but you know that you know all about me, and you know what I teach and the way I live. You know my golden life. You know my faith, my patience, my love. You know that I never stop trying. You know about my persecutions, my sufferings. You know all the things that have happened to me in Antioch, Iconia, and Lystra. And, and and the persecution I suffered in those places, but the Lord saved me from all of them. Everyone who wants to live, showing true devotion to God in Christ Jesus, will be persecuted. People who are evil and cheat others will become worse and worse, and they will they will fool others, but they will also be fooling themselves. But you should continue following the teaching you learned. You know it is true because you know you can trust those who taught you. You have known the Holy Scriptures since you were a child. These Scriptures are able to make you wise and the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by God, and all Scripture is useful for teaching and for showing people what is wrong in their lives. It is useful for correcting faults and teaching the right way to live, using the Scriptures. Those who serve God will be prepared and will have everything they need to do every good work. This is from uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul's letter to Timothy. As he wrote to Timothy, and, and, and it was instructing him on how to set the church, that is God's people, in order. How to serve them, how to teach them, how to lead them in the way that God would be pleased. And notice what he says here in uh, 2 Timothy 1 verse 5, how he's talking uh, to Timothy. And he says, I always remember you in my prayers day and night. And those prayers I thank God for you. And he is the God of my ancestors, that, that my ancestors I have always served him with a clear conscience. I remember that you cried for me and I want very much to see you so that I can be filled with joy. I remember your true faith. Notice how he's talking to Timothy. He's talking to Timothy in a very intimate way. He often called Timothy his son in the gospel. And notice how he said, I've always prayed very personally. I always remember you. I always think about you. And he was saying that in the fact that he, oftentimes, Paul was in different places. He was preaching, and sometimes he was in jail. Sometimes he was in places uh, far and away from uh, Timothy. And oftentimes he would, he, would, he would walk to see Timothy desperately uh, for encouragement. But notice, as he's saying these things, he says, you know me, and I remember you, and I'm thinking about you, and I want to be filled with joy. And then he says, he says, I I, I remember that you cried for me. He says, says, I remember your true faith, the kind of faith that first belonged to your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. I know you, I I, I know you, and, and I know you now have the same faith, okay? And, and, and see the other thing about Timothy yeah, that that Timothy's father was uh, a non-Christian he was a, Greek. He was a Gentile so uh, Timothy did not have the he did not have the biblical he did not have the spiritual example in a father at home he didn't have it but what the Bible teaches is even if that is absent in the home in the form of a male in the form of a, it is still present in God it is so present in the teaching of God, because although Eunice, uh, although Lois didn't have the father figure there uh, physically, they had it there spiritually. And they passed that on to their son and grandson. And it, it, it's important on a day like Mother's Day, to, if we're going to talk about it, because you'll hear people today speak about mothers as if they are worshipping them. As if they are to be revered on the same level as God Almighty. And the truth of the matter is, none is without flaw, no matter how angelic you try to make your mother. None is without flaw, and none are without shortcoming. But it's on a day like this that we try to appreciate those uh, those, those positive uh, attributes and characteristics uh, in mother, and the things that mother learned from our Heavenly Father. Uh, those things we need to appreciate. If Your mother passed on some things to you from the father. Then you need to you need to be thankful for that. Uh, you need to be thankful even if mama's won't walked away from the faith. Uh, be thankful for the fact that she brought you to the faith. Even 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 if if, if mama doesn't belong if, if she's not a Christian at all, be thankful for the parts. Uh, that she learned about God, because see, nobody knows how to be a mother without God. Because see, the truth of the matter is, anybody can have a child, any, any woman can have a child. And any man can help to produce a child. But see, but see, it's God who teaches how to rear that child. Does that make sense to anybody? So, so so for the compassion, so it, 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 even if you are for the compassion she showed, the love she showed, all those kind of things, you 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 are thankful to God for that. Because those things came from God, even if she doesn't, even if she doesn't acknowledge them. You thank God for reaching through to you to bring you to heaven. Yeah. That makes sense to anybody. And what I'd like to do for a few moments this morning is to look at God's portrait of a mother. I would like to look at God's portrait of a mother. Not man's portrait, not the commercial portrait, not not, not my emotional portrait, but I want to see God's portrait of a mother. What did he intend for her to be? And what must she be? And the first thing you have to understand before a mother, before a, a, a woman could ever be, a, a, a faithful mother, she must first be a faithful woman. She must first be a faithful woman to God. A faithful child of God. A faithful woman of God will make a faithful mother. And, in that, and when I say faithful, one who is endeavoring to put God first. Endeavoring to keep God's words on her lips. Endeavoring to do things God's way. And, and putting her way and not being caught up in the world or so distracted by the world, but still saying that God's way is right. Does that make sense for anybody? And so, so, so let me start by going to the Old Testament because things were written before for our learning. Huh? Those things were written in the past so we can have an example. And I want people to understand just because you're a New Testament Christian doesn't mean that the Old Testament doesn't count it's in the old testament that we learn how god dealt with his people we see the physical uh, the physical representations of the spiritual fulfillment in our day and age under 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 grace and truth so let us go to proverbs chapter 31 proverbs chapter 31 i want to begin reading in, in in verse one but as you're turning over there i want i want to just 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 uh bear in mind that there are many, many great uh, portraits that we see in scripture. And there are good, great examples that we see in the Bible, such as Jochebed, which was, uh, which was Moses' mother in Exodus chapter two. We also see, uh, uh, the mother that appeared, uh, before Solomon in, in first Kings chapter three, y'all remember her, the one who, who, who would rather give her child up than to let it be home. Y'all remember her. Uh, uh, and then, and then we see, and then we see also, uh, the mother of James and John in Matthew chapter 20, and then the mother of King the mule, which the mule was like a, 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 almost another name for Solomon. Uh, we see Solomon's mother speaking to him in uh, this, this this particular chapter here, and notice what she says. Uh, Nico, if you're over there, I want you to go ahead and read for me because we need. Faithful mother, we need faithful women to be faithful mothers. We need committed women to be committed mothers. We need convicted women to be convicted mothers. So that we can make sure that God's way, God's pattern, God's teaching is being uh, transferred from, uh, from him directly to them. As you saw in Second Timothy, you see he had the same faith that his, now think about it, he had the same faith that grandmother and mother had. Now I want you to look at that now. Because remember, the same thing. Now, don't take that lightly. Because see, mother, you're a pattern of faith for your child. And see, all the time, see, what will happen is, sometimes the strong points in your faith will get passed on, but also the weak points in your faith will get passed on. You're the first pattern of faith for your child. Huh? And, I, and it doesn't matter if you're not a mother. It doesn't matter if you're not a mother. Because it's still talking about, because it, it, it's still talking about, it's still talking about a faithful woman for God. So you my young my young girls, my my, my, my my young, y'all need to pay attention to this. And if being a mother is anywhere in your mind, you need to think about it. And even if you don't have biological children, you may be a mother to somebody. And if your God blessed you to be a motherly example to somebody, you need to do it accordingly his path. Huh? Young men need to pay attention. Because when you're looking for a wife, you're not just looking for a wife, you're also looking for a mother. You understand that? Don't be foolish enough to just look for a, 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 a wife. I'm just trying to find a wife for me. No, because if you intend to have children, you need to have a mother for your children. And you got to ask yourself, is this the type of woman that I want? my children, the pattern themselves out. Is this the mother that I want for my children? Just like women have to ask, is this the father that I want for my children? You ought to think about that. Yeah. And I'm trying to tell my young folks early so you understand that you get it fixed in your mind what God would have you to do and forget what the world is saying. Just focus on what the master yeah. has to say. Uh, so now in Proverbs 31, verse 1, go ahead and read for me. The words of the king of
1: the the earth which his mother taught me. What my son, and what son of my womb, and what son of my vows. Do not, read your to Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It is not the king's own mule, it is not the king's to drink wine nor
0: the priest's intoxicated drink. So let me, let me stop right there, because uh, we go all the time with preach these lessons. You know how people do, they go, they well, say, Brother Johnston, you're so hard on people. You're so harsh. You're so hard. <laughs> Don't give people breaks for nothing. But see, but see and, and, and get the priest's just like, man, you're just so hard. I mean, what's a mother to do? Anybody heard that before? What's a mother to do? Well, I'm going to show you. I'm showing you right now what's a mother to do. Because oftentimes when that when that is off when that is uttered, what's a mother to do? That's a situation that is disdainful. That's a statement that's made out of disdain and hopelessness. What is a mother to do? Well, God is showing you what a mother is supposed to do. And showing you the hope that is in you and showing you that you can still, still, even, and listen, don't get caught up on the fact that maybe you were the best example at one point, that was then, this is now. God took those things away, and you still have an opportunity right now. huh? So what is the mother to do? She said, what son of my moon? What child of mine? What am I to teach you to do, young little you? And what did he say? First thing she said was what? Do
1: not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. Y'all
0: know what that means? She says, listen, 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 listen. Don't waste your life chasing scourges. That is not to be your first priority in life. Run after. Everything is walking and smells good. Don't, don't get caught up. Don't, don't get your ways all caught up in that. It's not for kings. And understand, God is trying to raise royalty. He's the king. And people are like, on. Oh, my father's the king. My father's the king. Well, well, how about you live the way royalty ought to? You see? Stop, stop warning. So, see, if, if your father's the king, then be satisfied with what's in the castle. Uh, be satisfied with his will and his ways, just don't give yourself to chasing after don't let that be your main focus in life it'll, 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 it'll pervert your ways it'll keep you from doing what God would have you to do, don't do, the mule, don't do
1: that and what else did she say? Nor your ways to that which destroys kings mm-hmm. it is not for kings the kings to the mules, it is not for kings to drink wine nor for princes intoxicating drink. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted. Give from drink to him who is perishing. See that right there? Perishing.
0: That stuff is for those who are perishing. Huh? It is not for you. It is not for you, son. Notice, she wasn't sitting there. She wasn't sitting there sipping with her son. She wasn't sitting there. Smoking with her son. She wasn't sitting there smoking or sipping in front of her son. Does yeah, that make sense? No, because see, if she's doing that, see, now she's teaching. See, remember, the same thing. So she's teaching him. I'm talking about the pattern of faith. That you believe in God until at certain points you don't think you can handle it and then you resort to something else. No, 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 no. You're not you, you, you. You're a young king. You don't need it. Your mind must be focused. You have to be laser focused. And if you get caught up drinking and doing all that stuff, you will forget your purpose, son. Your purpose is to stand up. Need. He says, He says that in Matthew chapter 6, God knows what you need. He said, Gentiles get caught up worrying about clothes and food. They get worried, they get caught up in, 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 in these worldly pursuits and trying to keep up with the world and seem like they have they're the ones who get confused with what fun it is. If I can't do what the world does, then how can I have fun? That's what Gentiles do. Christians say, I found my joy in Christ Jesus. And there is no greater joy. Therefore, I don't need anything else. Does do that make sense? I know what you're saying. I know what you're, I know what you're saying. You say, see, you leave it at Brother Johnson, he'll be sitting, have you sitting somewhere watching paint dry? <laughs> now he's studying. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is, Brother Johnson is saying, focus on that Hebrews 4, that Hebrews chapter 12, verse 4, when it said that living and active word. That is changing, that is transforming, that is cutting away the fact and finding faith. Put your faith in that and put that in action in your life. Stop trying to defend the undefensible. Stop trying to make excuses for that which is inexcusable and focus on the Lord's way. That's what, That's the kind of mother I need. That's the kind of life You know what? The world to expose our children to all kinds of ungodliness and filthiness. The last thing we need is mothers wheeling them in and exposing them to even more. I'm trying to tell you the truth. If I had children, if I had a son, if I had a daughter, there's certain places that I I just would not want them to be. And there's certain things they would not be allowed to go to no matter what the world was doing. And I would, and I would, I, I would encourage, and as things, I would expect the same thing from my wife. We supposed to have the same goal. So I said, "Well, see, that's why you and I have a wife." Well, okay. that's all right. <laughs>
2: that's
0: all right. I, I ain't worried about it? Yeah. See, so this third place, they, no, my they wife told me, no, they, no, 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 no. But don't you think no, had that finished what don't you want? No, I don't want. What I need is for them to be focused and fed with the word of God by deed and example. That's what I need. Yeah. See? So, it ain't about drinking. We don't need drinking. We don't need that We need Jesus. Right? Go
1: ahead, read it. Let's say, drink and forget the law for pervert and justice of All the afflicted, gifts strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those who are bitter of heart. Mm-hmm. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his mercy no more. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth for the in the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. You see
0: that, Caleb? Huh? It, 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 you see that? That verse right there, that's what you're supposed to be focused on doing. You see that saying? That's what you're supposed to be focused on That's what you're supposed to be taught to do, see? See that dummy? Well, See, devil understands. He, he has his security in the first world out there on. Security? Yeah, you know. I was talking about the turmoil, I thought, that. I thought, they don't be kidding me. That's all that's done. Yeah, I thought, they would come be me. So the thing is, see, that's what we need to be teaching our children. Get them focused on here is what you're here for. Right? Then somebody will say, well then, well, Brother Tassel, what's a mother? Today. We know what a mother is to do. A mother is, if you're taking on a mother, what she needs to do is instill respect for the scriptures. Huh? That's what she needs to do. Uh 2 Timothy 3.15. Let's go over there and, and, and go, go over there for me, uh, Cheyenne. Uh uh Nico, uh, go to Deuteronomy 6 for me. See, so the thing is, what is a mother to do? What is the uh, God's portrait of a mother? What does he what does he want her doing? He wants her, he wants her to instill respect for the scriptures, right? What's the Bible say in in, in 2 Timothy 3 15?
1: Child, thou hast known holy scriptures, which are able to make ye wise salvation which is in you want your child to
0: be wise in the salvation make sure that they know the scriptures from youth huh mama sit down and read the scriptures and guess what it's never too late now it's never too late i don't care how big they are Trey. hell i't Sit him down. Really eyebrow up. He's talking about you. You still sit down and have a read from scriptures. Sit down. Know the script. Know the scriptures from you. Why? Because we already know that the world is aiming for our children younger. They're trying to get them. That's the war. That's the war right now. They want the babies. that they can get the babies, they can control the future. So that means you need to stop, just certain stuff they don't, instead of watching that filth on certain things on TV and justifying stuff on TV, read the scriptures. Show them in the Bible why they ought not do it. Huh? instead of taking them places that they need, or movies that they need not see, show them why God doesn't want them doing. And stop justifying so much. Because you know what, Did you get children you learn to justify and rationalize. See, because see, children don't come, they don't come into the world morally corrupt. They, become, they learn by the decisions and things, you know. That's how they start to learn. And then they learn by the decisions that they make those before them. The ones who are their examples, they learn by the decisions that they make. Yeah. So what kind of decisions are you making? Because those decisions, you're handing them down to your child. And you're shaping their faith or misshaping their faith already. Teacher, you ain't got to go everywhere the world goes. And you ain't got to do everything the world does. And can you separate yourself from that? Because sometimes, mom, it's just what you wanted to do. And you put it on the children. Believe me, I know there's been things when we try to do things, and people come up, talk about, well, the children want The children want to do that? Ain't none of the children I talked to said that. (laughs) And they said, well, they they wouldn't say that to you Well, that's all right, too, because we're not doing it Get over you Get over you Because this is not about me, nor is it about you It's about me It's about pleasing God Does that make sense? Deuteronomy chapter 6 Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses uh, uh, 4 through 7 Go ahead and read for me
1: Hear, O Israel Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and uh, with all your soul and with all your strength. And these these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. Hold oh, on, so I said you got to teach right? But did he leave it right there? He said, teach them, then he said, what? Teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk to them when you sit sitting in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Oh, that, that word there is
0: important. He said, teach them, but don't just teach them. Talk about it. See, when you talk about what you've taught, then you're able to, to see where they are. You're able to, to build their understanding, help them in their comprehension. You need to talk to them about what you teach them. See, we already talked about that. If you just tell them but don't show them, then all you've done is just told them. You haven't taught them anything. You teach them by sitting and Talking about what they learned or talking about when I talked to this and you went to school and this happened, then did you apply this or did you not apply this? Or well, why didn't you apply it? And what would God have you to do? Those are the kind of conversations we've having with our young people right now. What would God had what would God have you to do? Alright, little sister, you looking at that little boy, because I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing too many, I'm hearing too many of my young girls talking about, you know, it's just something about that boys. <laughs> Let me help you with yourselves. What about bad boys? What in kind a of bad boy do you need? Huh? Did you know our bad boy? Stop being intrigued. Stop being curious. Ain't nothing to be curious about. You see all they about already? Bad boy. That's God already revealing to you to steer the other way. Isn't they funny. Funny the not of faith. And what's funny about not getting an education? What's funny about getting kicked out of school? What's funny about not having a future? What's funny about that? Nothing, child. Nothing at all. And don't forget what it says in 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Be ye not deceived. Evil communication corrupts the morals. Don't be silly enough to think, well, he's bad now. but If I get good, then he'll become good now all like, He has to make that decision. Hey, you ain't got a, There's not enough cuteness in you. To make a man change or make a woman change for that matter, they must make that decision for themselves because it's them who has to answer for themselves and it's them who has to live it for themselves. You can't do it. You can't be it. Don't be curious. God's showing you what it's about. Huh? And see, you say, well, maybe, maybe it'll change. But well, if you connect yourself with the bad boy, remember, when you connect yourself, you become one flesh. Huh? So then you marry yourself to badness. And what if badness never becomes goodness? I need my mothers that don't I need my to sit there and say, Oh, but he is a cute little boy. What does that got to do with the spicy tea and china? It's not about as a cute. It's about as you got trying to know the Lord for himself. That's the mothers. That's what I mean. That's, that's, that's what I the kind of mothers we need, other. Does that make sense to anybody? Huh? And, and the thing is, it's never too late. Don't think. It's never too late to sit them down and read the scriptures. Because like like, like Nico shared this morning in Ezekiel, he said, you go and preach it to them whether they want to hear it or not. They'll never be able to say they were told. And never be able to say they weren't taught. And remember when the word of God goes out, it never returns void. It will accomplish what he accomplished, what he wanted it to do. That seed we planted. Right. What else did the mother do in this portrait? Make an authentic, make sure that you model an authentic faith. An authentic faith. In 2 Timothy 1, right. verse 5. They were the pattern of Timothy's faith. Now see, if you want, if you want your children if you want children to walk in faith, then they have to be able to follow in your footsteps of faith. Huh? Huh? You've you got to develop. See, they got to see you develop in your own faith. And as you develop your own faith, see, they can develop theirs, because what do children do? See, you, you, ever, you ever seen a child, like, you ever see those pictures when the dad is up in the mirror, and he's shaving, and then you see the little boy sitting next to, standing right next to him looking and doing the same thing? That little boy is modeling himself after his father. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. I need for my mothers to be the examples and the heroes for my children. Not Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Only Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Not Beyonce. They're not examples for God's children. Their hero should be you. Their example is you. No matter what they try to put up on a wall as, as their hero, whether it be Taylor Swift or, or Megan trap whoever it may be, the point is, their first example and hero and pattern is you. So you have to be that example. Stop justifying, rationalizing, it, and looking for loopholes in God's will and will. They need to see you developing a faith. They need to see you growing up. So that when mama's sitting down reading, they might come sit down and read too. Or they might say, Mama, can I come? Can I read this again? Oh, what you're studying. They need to see that. That's what God wants them to see. But he doesn't just want to see them reading, he wants you showing them how to apply it in their life. You know what that means? Mothers, listen, you will always be her mother. And she will always be your daughter. She does not have to be your best friend. No. That's when your mother afraid that they don't lose a friendship with their children. God didn't give, give you a child to be best friends with. He said, you teach them, you train them, you love them, you encourage them, be the example. But you don't need to build a friendship with them. See, if they come to the Lord and learn and walk the Lord, then you'll build a spiritual friendship. But it's not because if you're trying to be a friend, what you'll find yourself doing is sometimes like putting that friendship with them before the faith that you should be building in Christ. And you'll find yourself caving to their will and afraid to talk about certain things because you don't want them to be upset with you. And when I'm talking about an authentic faith, listen, I'm also saying this. Look, mama, look, whatever your relationship was with your mama, that was dead. Now, here's your relationship now. Don't live out your relationship with your mama, with your daughter. You understand that? So the thing is, see, you might have said your mama was harsh but she disciplined. That doesn't make discipline wrong. Mama just applied it wrong, but you learned to apply it right. Discipline. Having these conversations with them. Huh? No, discipline them. Just because God said, do it. Right? And then then here's the thing a child child can see the difference. You know that? The child can see the difference between genuine faith and fake faith. You know they know the difference, right? They can tell. They can tell. And so then, then you ask yourself this question How fertile is the environment that I have at home? How fertile is the environment that I have at home for developing the type of faith that my child needs? I got to call the fathers in on that. Because look, look look what I just said. Remember remember, uh, Timothy's uh, Timothy's father was not a Christian. Right? So when you get a non-Christian and a Christian together, you're going to have clashes. There's going to be conflicts. But see, that doesn't mean That doesn't mean that one can't still be faithful. One has to stand up. So guess what? When when the the unfaithful one comes, and they're trying to argue with you and pick fights with you, you shut it down. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about stop confusing the children. You don't think that affects the children? When you're calling a mother out of her name, you don't think that affects the children? blessing her out. Let me show you how to pay attention. to when it, I'm going to show you how. When the children just go in the room, and close the door. When they put on their headphones. When it's part of the depression, it's because home is a mess. They can't have a solid foundation. They want to stay stable, but their home isn't even stable just because he's acting a fool don't mean you gotta act a fool. You don't believe me? Ask Abigail. Abigail realized they all my husband is a fool. <laughs> huh? But what did she do? She, she appealed to the Lord. And that's what you got to do. Don't you dare yeah, be afraid of what he has to say or what, or what she has to say or what they might do. You stand on God's principle. Just because you don't know have two, you can show enough have one. And let that one stand up for the will of God. Because somebody's got to save the babies. Somebody's got to teach the baby. Do you see that? Somebody has to. So guess what? When you you gotta you gotta remember, I am the, especially in those situations, I am, even with single parents, you've got to understand that for the most part, I am the pattern of faith for my child. Now, what am I teaching them about Jesus? What am I teaching them about Jesus? And then then also, instill in them them a desire to serve. Now, what do I mean by that? In James chapter 2, verses 24 and 26, let's let's go over there uh, real quick, Cheyenne. Uh, 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 A desire to serve and so it's important uh because see if you don't if you don't put this this desire to, to, to in their faith to serve then guess what their faith is going to be useless because they'll grow up being self-serving huh that's why it was good yesterday brother brother, brother bro film ain't it right it was good for them, to, to, to come out of your uh, uh to come out of your comfort zone and see what other people are going through Huh? To see people look at you and wish they only had a part of what you had. Amen. Our children need to be serving so they can stop being so self-serving. And are you giving them an example of a self-serving Christian? Because James 2, 24, 26
1: says what? It reads, Ye see then how that by works a man is justified, and not five days only. Likewise, also... Not Rahab, the harlot, justified by work, when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Faith
0: without action is dead. See, so so Bible says in Matthew twenty-three eleven. See, young people they have to learn at an early age. That it pleases God to serve and do for others, as you see in Matthew chapter 23, verse 11. Children have to learn at an early age how to subdue their self-will. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4. Go over there for me, Cheyenne. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 through 4. We need to learn. They have to be taught these things. Because if you will teach these things to them early, you'll see a lot of other things disappear in their character. Or some things won't even have a chance to really develop in their character. Philippians chapter
1: two verses three through four. Go ahead and read. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves.
0: So, 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 we got to teach the children early, Cyan, that when they do, when they do something good, see, see, we got to teach them early. Do something good. You can do something good because it's good. You can do something right because it's right. You don't do something right just so somebody can pat you on the back and say, good job. Do you understand that? See, if you, do, if you don't teach them that early, then you get people who grow up, and every time they do something good, they expect somebody to pat them on the back. They come running like, look what I done, look what I done. Huh? You teach them to seek. You, you teach them to constantly seek some kind of approval or pat on the back from men. We're not here to gain to gain the uh, the, 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 the approval of men. Galatians chapter one says, "If I seek to serve men, I'm no longer a bond servant of Christ." So you need to teach the children early. You do what's right because it is right. Not because of what somebody's going to say about you, or they're going to buy a good report, or you're going to get a pat on the back. You don't do it for that reason. You do it because it pleases God your father. Huh? Don't oh, we need to teach our children that? Huh? They don't need to get a sticker and a star for anything. Huh? Start giving them a sticker and a star for everything. They're like, look, it's not scratching standard. I don't appreciate nothing. No, huh. mm-hmm. teaching them to do the Christ early.
1: Verse four: Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Mm-hmm. Let, this, my, let, let this mind be in you, but also, which look also in Christ
0: Jesus. Teach them the mind of Christ early. Teach them to not always be so worried about just their stuff, but to be looking out for somebody else sometimes. Huh? To not be so self-serving. Teach them early. Huh? Uh, teach them how to do that. That's the mind of Christ. To subdue the self-will. Teach them this, son. Huh? Sometimes your your own selfishness will rise up in you, but you've got to subdue it and do away with it. Because being selfish won't accomplish the righteousness of God. Amen. You gotta do for others. Don't just look out for yourself. You know why? Or else you'll grow up and you'll, you'll raise children who they think, or you, you raise young men who think, as oh, i take care of my family. That's all I'm supposed to do. You're wrong. You have a response to who much is given. What much is expected? Huh? Just because you take care, just because you, and, and when you say take care of yours, what do you mean take care of yours? Well, just financially? Because if all you've done is take care of finances, financially, you haven't done enough, bro. Because you've got to first take care of your spirit. That's what you've got to do. You see? And so the thing is, so the thing is you, if you're teaching your family and raising the gospel, that's great. Now, look to reach out in the community in which you live in and try to reach and teach some of them other children. And you know what I'm talking about? Huh? It's great to teach in your family, but invite some of them other babies who you know don't have fathers, who you know don't have mothers. Bring them into your house and teach them gospel and teach your children not to be selfish about it, huh? We were taught early, we were taught early, no matter who we was playing with, we taught, no matter who we were playing with, when mom mother, mother said it's time to come eat, we come eat, and whoever was with us was with us. You know, come in, and you know, sometimes we'll be counting the points out you.
2: <laughs> Like somebody might be get a porch tonight.
0: <laughs> 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 right? Somebody might be get a pork tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my mother taught me that's my Because you can have a porch out at any time. Mm-hmm. You got food in the refrigerator at all times. At any time. Mm-hmm. How dare you withhold from somebody who doesn't have it? Amen. How dare you? Because what I have in this house is yours at all times. So that means you don't get a, a, a poor chops so here? When have you missed a meal? God makes sure you don't miss a meal, so share what you have. Huh? Used to be, we were playing, and, and got to fight over we talking. and guess what? Everybody lose a pool So everybody, it's fine, it's just Ain't nobody claiming nothing. Now you just gotta sit and look at each other. Like, kick the can, so go play another. <laughs> because she was teaching that you don't be selfish with your stuff. Because guess what, the stuff was given to you by your father, who has plenty of stuff, and he gave you the stuff to use the stuff for his will. So when you use his stuff to his will, then guess what? Somehow you get more stuff. Did you know that? And even if you don't get one stuff, so why? So what? You got more than enough anyway. Huh? Huh? People wanted yesterday when they went to the, when they went to the um, when they went to feed the uh, people at the water, where all the food come from? I'm gonna tell you where the food came from. It came from God. God provided it. God provided it for what he wanted done. And that's all you need to know. God provided it. Why are you worried about it? To do what God said to you. Huh? Don't we worry about the bread. He got plenty of bread. Didn't we see what he did with five loaves? Huh? Where he get it and what he do with it is his business. You just get in a position to do what he said to Amen. That's what we need to be teaching our children. Is that all right? You need to teach them children, that kind of stuff, mothers. That's what you need to be teaching them—not to be so selfish and self-centered and all that kind of thing. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if whoever came in the door. It didn't matter if they smelled funny. You better not look at them funny. You better not look at them funny, because it was only by the grace of God that you got one and one. That huh? you can take a shower, you can take a bath, and you can get clean. You better not look at them funny. You treat them every bit as equal as you would treat anybody else. I dare you. Well, see, that's my mother because she not I dare you. Mm-hmm. And you might say that's awful cruel for a mother to dare her children. I and mean, you know what? You're right. <laughs> it's part of the abuse of discarding <laughs> But the thing is, but for real. Dude, I dare you. I dare you to make it. I dare you. And when she said that, shut it down. that's what God has said. He has spoken. You do not mistreat them. See, these are the examples. This is the portrait of a mother. This is just some of it. So, can we do that? That's what God wants done. Huh? It's real simple, y'all. It's real simple. It's real simple. And I say it's simple because guess what? It gets easier with God. You understand that? So what does God want? Real simple. he just wants you, he wants you to, 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 to instill in them the respect of the scriptures. Model an authentic faith for them. To the desire, give them a desire to serve somebody other than themselves. So our children can stop walking around. Why But our children need so much attention. You know, they they walk around, search, blind, open look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Why? You have all the attention that you need. Give them the proper attention at home so they can learn that they have all that they need in Christ Jesus. All that other attention is not beneficial for them. It's detrimental. Anything that requires you to to walk around half-dressed, or undressed is not beneficial. That's well, why I can't take some of my children somewhere. There's certain places. There's certain places that, you know, I wouldn't even want to. People say, well, if you would take well, you might not even take your children to the mall. Well, we ain't got to go the mall. But see, I can't but see, the thing is, the thing is, there are some places I can't control what everybody else is. We're in the world, but I love the world. But see, that's the thing. I can't control what other people are doing, but I don't have to take it and put it in front of me. because they exposed enough. I don't see them even seeing half dress, skimpy dress, tight dress, and all this stuff. And, 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 and I, I, I ain't saying nothing about the music because then people will be sending me bad text messages. Lemonade <laughs> anymore? Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I read a thing where a woman let her, her five-year-old uh, daughter uh, Watson, Lemonade thing. She was like, "Well, yeah, I know it was F bombs and everywhere, but you know, but I just think that to be honest, that she is just the 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 the, the antithesis. She is the the epitome of what a woman is, and she is teaching us how to reach out, how to stand up, and how to have a voice. And she is just teaching us. So Jesus does that. Wow. And, and and she said in her article, and when when the, when, the, when those when those bad words came up, I just tried to look shocked. <laughs> and try to explain it away to my child, you wouldn't have to explain it away if you wouldn't sit there watching it with me. If you wouldn't feed it to her, you wouldn't have to pick out the bones. Huh? I need some of my fish eating to know about that. (laughs) If you wouldn't feed, you ain't got to pick out the bones. And people are always going to be justified. Well, you know, I know, but but I can just pick. Listen, save yourself some work. Just don't feed it to them. They'll find it soon enough. Because Satan will find it. Don't feed it to him. Just be an example. Is it, he said, dang, he's busting your own mother. said, well. I'm sorry. No. Come on in. you got to do God's will." And I'm sorry. And, you know, I'm not sorry. But the thing is, it means too much to me. It means too much to me. These souls mean too much to me. Jesus means too much to me. Seeing these souls, save, seeing my children grow up, because we're not always going to be around y'all. Amen. And somebody's got to hold up the blessed name banner of Jesus Christ and got to keep preaching that his word, his word, his kingdom, his church But I know that all in front of me, you speak louder than this foolish old world, and I'm trying to encourage you more than the devil wants to discourage you. And I want to take your hand and hold your hand and connect it to the Master's hand because that old demon is scratching for your hand. That's why we prayed for Sister Esther because Satan's was going to work harder now to pull her back. Huh? The Lord's church has got to stand up, y'all. They're trying to take Christ's name off the sign, so you can't speak Jesus anymore. They're trying to keep Jesus out of the schools and out of—they're trying to keep Jesus away. But they don't understand that wherever God's people is, He's there too. And we're gonna keep on praying, keep on standing, and keep on speaking, keep on serving. That's what we're gonna do. We've got to. And get over our sin. It's God knows better. Does that make sense to anybody? Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus, that word church is ecclesiastical. It's the called out. And in every message, God is calling people out of the dark world into the kingdom of his dear son. He wants to save his all. And even today, he's talking to somebody in here. And he's saying, listen, don't stay in your dark way anymore. Don't worry about, don't worry about, see, there's things you're doing and you don't know how to get on. He says, I will teach you how to get on. And I will replace them. You're like, I'll be the comfort that you need. Come to me, all ye that are in And, river, and I, I, I shall give you rest. There's a rest that he gives that the world cannot give to you. And if you want that rest, then come on, get this rest. Don't worry about it. People say, well, but there's still some stuff that I'm doing. Uh, Brother Jasper, join the club. But the thing is, you just have to be willing. You have to be willing to follow. If you're just willing to follow, His grace and mercy will work with you. You Say, I want to obey everything you say. He says, all right, baby, I'm going to teach you how. And I'm going to lead you in my way. Because I want you to believe. I want you to believe what it's all said and done. So why don't you come out of your dark ways? Come out of your denominational way. Come out of your man-made way. Come out, because none of those things will get you into glory. Come out of the worldly ways. You know what he says? Is, Hear. How you do it? By hearing his word. And if you heard his word, and you believe what he just showed you. He showed you that you're in an undone condition. See, because hearing comes by uh, reading the word of God, right? But then believe. You can't please him unless you believe. Hebrews 11, 6. But then, and if you believe what God says, and the first thing that he says is, you are a sinner and you are in an undone condition. I've been reaching out for you, but your sin separates you from me, but I still want you. I'll take the sin out of, out of the way and be one with you. So turn away from that sin. Turn away from all that stuff you're doing and come on with me. Come on with me. Come on with me. Stay with me because I gonna stay with you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There's nothing because lying for you is better than what's in anybody. And it's better than anything. It's anything. It's Just try me. Just try. Give me. Try. Try. You just repent. And confess me as Lord. Stop following your friends. Stop following all these folks. And just say, I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. Let the world know go. I'm going to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Huh? This is be baptized. Be baptized with martyrdom of baptism. Let my blood wash over you. The blood of my new son will wash over and take all those sins away. Start you over today, he'll put his Holy Spirit in you, and then he'll teach you the way, raise you to walk in the newness of life, and you will be added to his one body, his one church, the one way, and start to walk today. It's the best decision you can ever make. Why would you walk away not? A child of peace? Do you understand that? Because the thing is, if you walk away and he's calling you, guess what? The next moment is not promised. You may not get the next moment. So that And the day that you hear is voice, talking to him, Christians, you saw the portrait of the mother, become that portrait. Be that. Be that. of your sins and let those sins be taken that so you can be right in and, 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 and one, and, and one accord with God. Is anyone who, who stands
2: uh, a substance of the will